Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to Clark and Company with Michael Clark, brought to you by PlayColorado.com, Saturday mornings at 8. All guests on Clark and Company are heard on the winnersandwiners.com hotline. Always makes me think of hockey, this song. But uh, hey, if you want if you want the Broncos to be a hot team, why not emulate the way the Avalanche are playing these days? I'm Michael Clark. He's Ian St. Clair. We welcome in uh, next on the Winners of Winners.com hotline our Ian's colleague from Mile High Report, Joe Rolls, will be talking about Broncos priorities if they want to rise like the Bengals to incredible success, even to the Super Bowl. What has to happen this offseason and Broncos Blast brought to you by Framed Art. Follow them on Facebook, on Twitter, at Frame to Art. Uh, Super Bowl week, and every week, the way did the Broncos go for framing? Frame to Art. This week, take a look on Facebook and Twitter. Brian Hart and the staff were honored to frame the jersey for the Denver Broncos as a surprise for Andrew Beck, National Award winner of the 2021 Salute to Service, honoring the military for his work. Uh, Andrew Beck, and uh, he was wonderfully surprised. And, of course, they do a great job, personal framing to sports memorabilia, to museum-quality fine art, the award-winning framer for all of Metro Denver. Go see Brian Hart at Framed Art, 3065 South Broadway. And uh, before we get to the Broncos' priorities, which will no doubt begin with quarterback Joe Rolls, welcome, and let's get your Super Bowl prediction. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, I am picking the Rams, probably 34, Bengals 10. I think the 
Bengals defensive or offensive line just is not going to hold up to Von Miller, Aaron Donald, and the Rams pass rush. Well, that makes sense to me. So if, if the Broncos were going to rise, even if the Bengals get embarrassed in the Super Bowl, as you are sort of alluding to here, and, and they want to rise, we want you to, and you've done this in Mile High Report, kind of prioritize the needs by position. And, and I guess everyone's going to start with quarterback. Oh, I mean, you have to. Uh, the Broncos currently have one quarterback under contract. And unless you believe that Drew Locke is going to become an NFL starter in his fourth season, uh, it's looking pretty grim there. Um, but after quarterback, they definitely need to address right tackle and a swing tackle. As of right now, Garrett Bowles is the only tackle under contract with uh, NFL playing experience. Um, beyond that, they desperately need to improve their pass rush, uh, specifically their edge rush. Uh, after Von Miller was traded, the Broncos pass rush just fell off a cliff. And Bradley Chubb is in the last year of his rookie contract, having landed on injured reserve three of the last four seasons. So uh, they definitely need to try and do something there. Um, beyond that, I think the big needs are linebacker and cornerback. The defense actually has quite a few holes. And I think now that Big Fangio is no longer the coach, those holes are going to be a lot more apparent if they do not address them this offseason. You mentioned the quarterback and the need for one with the hire of Nathaniel Hackett, is this, and this is a question that Mark Kissler has asked, this is a question that basically everyone in Denver is asking, is it Aaron Rodgers or bust at this point? Kind of. Uh, if, if they're trying to compete for a Super Bowl next year, yeah, it's Aaron Rodgers or bust. Uh, realistically, Russell Wilson, there, there is a possibility he might be traded this offseason. But every report out of Seattle is that they want a quarterback in return because Pete Carroll is 70 and does not want to enter into QB purgatory. I don't think that they're going to make a move trading Russell Wilson away for the ninth overall pick in the weakest quarterback draft since 2013. <laughs> and I don't have any faith that the Seattle Seahawks are enamored with Drew Locke. And you mentioned right tackle. That has been obviously an issue dating back to, to John Elway as when he took over as the general manager in 2010 and 2011, where, if they don't end up trading that number nine pick to the Green Bay Packers for Aaron Rodgers, what, I mean, obviously this is way early. We still haven't even gotten into free agency. What could, what could they do with that number nine pick to address tackle or what could they do in free agency to address right tackle and swing tackle? Yeah. So, Free agency at tackle is always kind of a fool's errand just because most really good tackles don't hit free agency unless they have serious questions, which ends up leading to teams paying elite money for okay guys. We saw that when the Broncos did that with Juwan James. Um, the good news is this, this tackle draft is actually looking pretty decent at the top. Uh, if the Broncos don't trade away the ninth overall pick, in terms of just pure positional value, it probably makes sense to chase a tackle first and then try and kind of capitalize on the edge depth later in this draft because they do need – edge is a first-round need as well, but there are a lot more edge prospects in this class who can make an impact early than tackles. Uh, Alabama's Evan Neal is the big name. He's probably going to be gone by 8-9. Um, NC State's Ikem Ekwanu is also really good. Also may be gone by 9, but may not. Um, does have some questions about his pass blocking. He'll probably need to develop a little bit in the pros. But, I mean, he's, he's an elite run blocker. 
And if they're if they're looking to use like outside zone and just run the ball a lot, especially if they don't have a quarterback, he would make a lot of sense. Uh, if they do wait past nine, a couple other guys who make sense for right tackle, Trevor Penning uh, is out of Northern Iowa. He is going to need time to get better with his hands in the pros. He'll probably have some issues like Garrett Bowles did early, but he has all the tools you could want. Um, also, Max Mitchell is another guy who kind of keeps him, I keep an eye on later in the draft. Really good fit for an outside zone team. He's played left side, left, right side, and just a good zone blocker. You know, for me, Joe, the intriguing uh, position, obviously, besides quarterback and uh, obviously if they can if they can land a good veteran the way the Rams have uh, rolling to the Super Bowl, and everyone knows that's Aaron Rodgers uh, probably, if, um, is linebacker. Uh, it's a kind of a wide-open situation. They think they've found somebody. I love his game. I loved his potential, but he never played to it in college, but he was injured a lot, Baron Browning. Um, mm-hmm. But after that, you know, they've got Josie Jewell as a free agent. They've got uh, A.J. Well, everybody thought A.J. was the big find. I thought so. And now he's a question mark. Baron Browning is the new fair-haired boy, so to speak, uh, uh, along there. Um, what, what happens here? You've got two high draft picks probably that uh, could fall to the uh, to the Broncos and the Kobe Dean and Devin Lloyd. But analyze the linebacker situation. Who do you keep and who don't you? Oh, is Kenny Young the solution? Judging just by what... uh, So, George Payne spoke with Eric Dalala of thebroncos.com, and he spoke very highly of Josie Jewell, called him a glue guy. I do think that he is probably going to be the priority re-signing if they do try and bring back one of the linebackers from last year. Uh, Alexander Johnson also makes a lot of sense, but his game has a lot of overlap with what Baron Browning's strengths are, so I don't know necessarily if they're going to try and spend a lot of money to keep him. The other part of it is he's already 30. Uh, that said, I, I like him a lot. He's an elite run defender, a very good blitzer, uh, but Josie Duell is probably going to give you a little bit more in coverage, even though he does have athletic limitations. Uh, Kenny Young, the big thing with Kenny Young is he's a run-and-chase linebacker, so like potentially fits. Doesn't really elevate the rest of the defense around him. Uh, so I, I'm not sure if they're going to spend big to get him. He might be an option just as a stopgap. They also spoke really highly of Jonas Griffith, who was – they traded for him last year, mostly a special teamer, played down the very end of the year just because so many injuries. They like him. He's a really toolsy guy, so I do expect him to be back. He's an exclusive rights-free agent, so they don't really have to compete for him. He, they're just going to place an offer and he'll come back. Uh, as far as the draft goes – this is a pretty good draft in terms of uh, like athletic linebackers. You have Nicobe Dean, Devin Lillard at the top. But if you look a little bit farther down, you have Christian Harris and uh, Brian Asamoah from Oklahoma. They're, they're, Chad Muma from Wyoming also makes a lot of sense. Uh, Chad Muma is, if they can get him in the third round, and I don't know if they'll be able to after the Senior Bowl, he's kind of the guy I would want. Um, personally, I don't like the idea of drafting a linebacker in the top of the draft just because you can usually find guys later. And George Payton, when he was with the Vikings, they used 13 draft picks over the time he was with the Vikings on linebackers. 11 of those came on day three of the draft. Wow. Wow. Hey, Ian, got a final uh, comment for Joe? Uh, Just uh, how excited are you to see whether or not there's smoke and fire with Aaron Rodgers? And quickly, because... I, obviously, we're seeing a lot of – we're starting to see smoke again. Is there going to be fire this time, do you think? I think they landed. 
I, I think if he doesn't retire, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to want to leave Green Bay. And I think it's going to come down to Pittsburgh or Denver that make the offers for him. I think it's going to be expensive. I think it's going to probably cost three first-round picks, probably more. But I think they're going to do it because there's a new owner coming in. George Payton has to know if he doesn't upgrade quarterback, he might be on the hot seat just because the new owner is probably not going to have a lot of patience for another year like last year. So I think they're going to do everything they can to land an elite quarterback. Well, they will outbid the uh, the other bidders, and there will be a few, as you mentioned, at least one uh, in Pittsburgh who they feel, I think, that they're also just quarterback away. Joe Rolls will uh, keep following your reports and uh, your your analysis in the Cover 2 column and podcasts that you do on Mile High Report. Thank you, Joe. Yeah, thanks for having me. Have a great day. You too. Hey, and you can follow Joe Rolls on Twitter at J-O-R-O underscore NFL. Hey, Ian St. Clair, when we come back, Ram Roundup, we'll be talking with Kelly Lyle from the Colorado. Uh, what is the state of the Rams basketball team after wins over San Diego State and last night decisively over Nevada? What are their chances to get back into the Mountain West title race? We'll find out next from Kelly Lyle on the winnersandwiners.com hotline. You're listening to Clark and Company with Michael Clark, brought to you by PlayColorado.com, Saturday mornings at 8. All guests on Clark and Company are heard on the winnersandwiners.com hotline.